0: Baha'i Perspective is a radio program that examines contemporary issues based on the principles of the Baha'i Faith. If you want information on the Baha'i Faith specifically, you're welcome to visit the website www.baha'i.org, that's B-A-H-A-I dot or you can call the toll-free number one 800 two two unite Today I'm playing an interview with Mr. Alfred Kikati, a Baha'i from Tanzania, who has been drawn to the protection of the wildlife of his country. He started his career as a game warden in a nature conservancy park, but realized more had to be done to protect Tanzania's wildlife. He developed a unique way to have villagers see the wild animals as a resource rather than a liability to their farms and family. He has just completed his first phase of academic work for his doctorate in elephant ecology and conservation. And is returning to Tanzania for a two-year stint to perform fieldwork in support of his doctorate studies. I started the interview by asking Alfred to describe where he grew up and what was it like growing up there.
1: I grew up in, in, in Dar es Salaam. This is the capital city of uh, Tanzania, and my mm-hmm. parents used to live there, and I born there and I grew up there. I, do, I did all my schools uh, from secondary school to high school in, in the capital city. And what was the name of the city again? Dar es Salaam. Dal Islam yes, so um, life was uh, good living with the parents everything you 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 want, you want the parents give it to you. it was good, but I was very comfortable to to be in Islam when I was under the hands of my parents, mm. but I was trying to find my own mm. life somewhere else mm-hmm. all the time they say, "What are you going to do? Are you going to do be an engineer of a computer or something I said, mm-hmm. no." what what do you want to who you want to be in this city i said no i'm not, I don't belong here. Mm. I belong somewhere else, but mm. i cannot I cannot know now where i'm gonna be but because of the as a students we travel and so I happen to travel on the north and I also happen to travel to the national parks and I also happen to travel with my dad hunting. So I was trying to find where I can press my button, where I can fit in. Mm -hmm. But two things came out about when I was like 16, 17. When we go for hunting with my dad, when I was 10, Mm -hmm. we used to spend maybe one hour, we have, we see the animals, we shoot, we go back with meat. But now when I was 17, we spend weeks, nothing. And I keep asking my dad, where are the animals? He said, well, maybe they're going back to the park. I said, why now, going back to the park? And he said, oh, we don't know. Maybe they don't like to be here. But I realized there's something going on, which is pushing the animals away. Do you think your dad knew what was going on but wasn't telling you? Yeah, he knew what I was going, on, but I, I think he didn't. He knew I was too young to be told all this complicated. That the population increase, what, forest deforestation is uh, taking away the habitat. He didn't want to tell me, but he, I knew. I knew what was going on because I could see f- some houses which I never saw when we came like two years ago. I could not see the new houses. Along the road, I knew these are the people who are keeping the animals away. So it's becoming hard for us to get these animals. So that was going around in my mind. So even when I went to high school, uh, my selection of the cl- of the classes to take was geared to the wildlife conservation. So I took I spent a lot of time doing the anything to do with the biology. Mm-hmm. I went for it. Anything to do with the plants, uh, botany. I was so good on those things because I was preparing my foundation mm-hmm. to take something a little bit bigger uh, in the future. And mm-hmm. when I finished, I passed very well in mathematics and uh, I mean uh, physics. Many people knew I'm going to do the engineering. But I, I said, okay, I'm don't going to do engineering, but not on <laughs> the things you know, engineering on the wildlife. Mm. So um, uh, when I finished my high school, I had a lot of uh, trouble deciding because I was to go to the military training at the same time, and I also wanted to start my own stuff, but it is compulsory to go for military training. I went to the military training for a year. Then that's the time, I, I, I because I was on the north where I like to be, that's the time I was able to visit the universities in that side, okay, that if they can accept me and if they can offer what I want, they say, okay, we can even, they gave me a scholarship. They say, if you're interested that much, we can give you some scholarship and then you, you join the university. I joined the university. I finished. When I finished, that's the time I kind of decided to not to go to the capital again. I say, okay, now I'm uh, undergrad, I finished. Again, I had a very good uh, impression. When I went to Arusha, which is the north, there were a lot of Baha'is because I became a Baha'is, Baha'i when I was 15. So uh, what Baha'is welcomed me that, okay, we better jo- join this community. It's, it's really good. And also you, the animals you're looking for are here. So I decided to to, to establish myself in the north. I mm-hmm. finished my, my... When I finished my, my, my first degree, I worked a little bit for two years to to see... How what I know, how much can I apply to the real world, I managed to to do very well in the government, and that was awarded what they call a best game officer or warden in Tanzania in nineteen ninety seven so after getting that award opened other doors for me then I started to establish build a little house in in the northern part and then work in those in the parks and also I was able to travel. Uh, Many countries, including U.S., with that award, that they gave me tickets to travel many places to go and see what other people are doing. Like Yellowstone, I came to Yellowstone. I went to um, Brazil. I went to Spain. See what, how, what kind of management people sort to learn. Actually, it was a learning process. But when when, when I went back, I realized what I was missing. Most of the people I met, they were... People had done their masters very well and were successful. Some of them have done a PhD, and I was the only person who was speaking, giving good presentation, but with with, with no uh, advanced degree. That's the, my lesson I picked, all this uh, traveling. I was very keen trying to see which kind of people I meet and what do they do, what what are the kind of things which they do which I don't do. So I realized these people most of them were trained in the good universities and they had a lot of they knew a lot of stuff and I said okay the best thing when i go back i need you to also plan for myself to go to school Now that
0: was a two-year stint. While you were game warden, you Mm -hmm. were also traveling about was... Yeah, after... And this was all a two-year period? Yeah, two-year period. It was
1: was a four-year period, actually. A four-year period. Yeah, all this working two years. For two years. Two years, and get an award to travel, then get back to work Mm for four years. Okay.
0: Now, while you were game warden, did you have to deal with poachers?
1: Well, game warden is that you can be dealing with the poachers because my training was for all, everything, dealing with the poachers, uh, educating the community, doing research, all the things. So I go game warden or we call it word. I mean, game warden is everything. He's a, a, a manager of the natural resource management. It's a, it's, a, it's a natural resource manager, so you can do anything. If you're assigned to do ad poaching, and I poaching, or pursuing the poachers, you have to do it because you, you have the, the skills to do that. Mm-hmm. And you can be assigned to be a link person between the community and the park. That's what I did a lot on that. Mm-hmm. I was like a uh, like an intermediate, anything happened, anything good, from the park, go to the community. I'm the person in charge, and if something bad from the community, I'm the one to talk to them, the, the community. Mm-hmm. I organize the conference, workshops, uh, training local p- people, uh, telling them the message from the park and what we can do with them, how they can help to do better conservation, or how can we can share benefit from the park. With the people around the park, those kind of thing. if there's any, any 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 problematic animal go to the village, I'm the person to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So you are trained for everything. Mm. Yeah, not like specializing on something. No, you are a manager for natural resources. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Would
0: you say that the park was a success in preserving the natural habitat
1: yes it is a park it is the only only way only way i mean only uh, feature in the natural resource conservation where many people respect it, and to having those parks the rest of the area we have we can say okay we have a guarantee at some point some percentage you say we have a guarantee that these animals will be here for maybe 100 years to come but there are other animals which are in the communities outside the parks that they are fine but there's a lot of trouble with them yeah. and I think being in the park myself it was good to be able to contribute to, I mean, to contribute my skills to, to my country mm-hmm. to protect those animals Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's backtrack a little bit. You said you became a Baha'i when you were 15. Were you raised in a Baha'i family? No, no. So how is it that you ran into the Baha'i faith?
1: It's uh, it's very interesting. Uh, The Baha'i center in the first place was between where I live and where my school is. So every time when I go to school, I have to pass to the Baha'i center. So just one day it happened. um, I went to the book fair where people do like exhibition of books many, not only religious, everybody who has books that they bring over there, the publishers bring their books there, just show people that we have this, this is what we have. So my highest also had a book, I had a table where they had their books there, but I was going around and I found a small book, It was written, oh, New Garden. I said, okay, what's the hell, this New Garden? Yeah. New, sorry? Again, what's the
0: uh, name of the title, title? It's a new garden. Is it a new book garden?
1: Is, yeah, it's a new garden. So I, I thought my mom liked the flowers so much. I said, okay, this is going to be a present for my mom because she the birthday is approaching. So I bought that book and I wrapped it very well, nice. I put it in my backpack. So I went home and I said, mom, when is your birthday? Is tomorrow? She said, yes. I said, okay, I have a present for you this time. I said, you don't spend your allowance, which you're supposed to use. I said, no, you don't have to worry about me. So that day, <laughs> I just. Surprised, I said, okay, there you go. She opened it. She said, oh, this is fantastic. You gave me this book. About, I mean, it's, 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 there must be a lot of flowers in here. I has to do with flowers. So she opened. The first thing she said, I don't need your book. It's not about flowers. This thing is talking about religion. I can see I mean, Jesus, Muhammad, what, all the series of. Say, said, take your book. I said, is, is it not about flowers? I so open it. It's nothing. I mean, it's nothing to do with the flowers. But the only title, say, New Garden. So I said, OK, they, I need to read this book. When I read it, I realized there was uh, something to do with the religion. And there was a lot of good stuff in there. But uh, I, was in, I was 14 years so, uh, technically, I was not supposed to be a Baha'i. So, but I, I did not become a Baha'i right away. I wanted to go back to these people and kind of see which kind of people are they, how do they live, what kind of religion. Are they Muslims or are they Christian or somewhere in between? So, I sneaked in in the by center I was observing there were other kids my age walking around there playing the local football there. I was watching this thing and then I went inside. They said, Where's your priest? They said, Oh, unfortunately, we don't have one. Why no priest? They say, oh, you know, in that book you have. Because I was holding that book, they said, okay. You, so this is this, this is this is this is this is like we have a, instead of a priest, we have a nine people and all this. Okay, this is kind of what they mentioned. But I, I didn't know so much about religion, so I said this is very interesting. And then you don't have to to have somebody specifically for this kind of thing. So everybody's kind of responsible. Then it's good. And then the questions which I used to ask my teacher, religion teacher in in my school. The question she never answered. They were answered in that small book. What was those questions? The question was, uh, I asked her why we have uh, seven doors on religion class, and all these are Christians. We different teachers are coming to teach Christians, but in different groups. Uh, so I said, why everybody has a Bible, and going all this different? Why we have seven classes? Why don't we use one big hall and then do everything there? Why these people even you don't even greet them? Are you guys coming from the same place? Or each one, I say, this is, listen to me. This is a, this this class where you are, you are a Roman Catholic. Uh, That's, this is your religion. Don't think about anything else. And if you don't, if you continue asking questions like this, I'll tell your parents and tell the headmaster too. I say, okay, so this is a problem. Mm -hmm. I say, okay. And then I got this answer very clearly from the book without asking anybody. After saying that, okay, how, why, what happened? Um, the people have branches for religion why religion became, into, became, I mean, became broke to pieces it's because of the inter- misinterpretation of the word of God and uh, I said okay this is the thing I was, as I was looking for. So, any if you see many groups, it's a, some point there's a confusion of some point of some kind. So, I think this could be. A, if these people can answer all these questions for me, I'll be comfortable to be here. Mm-hmm. But I have to ask if they have to, like, uh, baptize me or something. When I asked, they say nothing like that, but your age is a limiting factor. You have to wait until you are fifteen. And also you need to tell your parents that you wanted you, you to be a Baha'i. Hmm. <laughs> okay, this is another challenge. So I went back home. I didn't tell right away because I knew uh, they'll kill they'll kill me. <laughs> they'll say they'll uh, say Were they very religious, your parents? you know even them they picked this religion from their parents so no one like had a time to investigate what's going on so they were they were roman catholics they call themselves because their parents were roman catholics there was no reason why they are Roman Catholics. So, so do I. I was a Roman Catholic, I grew up in the in the Christian Christian background. Also, all the classes when I was young, I went to the Christian uh, church and everything. But eventually, when I became fifteen, I decided I I decided to be a Baha'i, and my my mom never she never uh, like stopped me. She said. You 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 know what you are doing. I know you know what you are doing. And if you if you find things are difficult, you better come back. But you you you. Go- I mean, we don't want to stop you on this. And I think my mom did a decent thing to allow me, because uh, w- now they're not alive. And most of both parents are, are passed away, uh-huh. and it was a bit strange for my country. Most of the people they don't want to to think about religion because they think it's very simple but it's, 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 it's very difficult. It's easier to study physics than religion. Mm-hmm. You need to really spend time to really study and pray and ask for guidance to understand the thing. Otherwise, you read and then it's like a novel. It's okay. It's not okay. Religion is very difficult. Even now, I'm still learning to, to be a better Baha'i. But there's so many other things that I have not been able to read and I think I needed to work hard on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Religion is...
0: Yeah, mm. so even at fourteen, you were sort of searching spiritually.
1: Yeah, because of the I was never I I didn't like the way I was uh, treated in the class. Everything I ask, I, I I'm considered like I want to go against what uh, the religion is. But it's about learning. If you come to teach us, you have to clarify things. If you don't clarify, then I'm wasting my time there. Mm-hmm. So I was very curious to know the logic of her not greeting it. The other ones, and she greeted very nice to us. She greeted us, oh, and in the name of Jesus and everything. But she just walk out, and other one other teachers also are walking. Each one go use a different vehicle. And I said, no, there's something wrong here. And if I observe clearly, see th- they, that one has a Bible and this one has a Bible. So all of them have Bible. What's going on? I knew there's something they don't want to tell us. So, what do you think it was? Uh, they, they didn't want us to like start exploring what other sex other groups are learning so so we don't be, go against you know like we do they, we don't learn much start comparing because it will be more trouble it will be more trouble for a teacher if we are starting an, analyzing which who is right then we will not stay in where we are we will all the time keep on learning and they think i think the assumption if we learn from another group we may end up like being spoiled so they didn't want they wanted us to know only that little thing they want us to know they didn't want to go beyond what they are teaching us Mm -hmm. so we can stay because it's a matter of the statistics people want to make sure they have many followers so if you're a student you're still a kid they train you to be part of the team so if you learn other things you may be interested to the next door and then you, you next next time, when she comes, she won't find you. You'll be on another class. So that's why we are keeping us in the boxes. We stay and think about what we learn, and mm-hmm. just memorize that, that's it, mm-hmm. which it was very dangerous for me, I think. Mm-hmm. And it, it it has costed a lot of people. They grow up, they marry, and then they, they have no idea. And somebody says, why are you Christian? No one, they have no explanation. They say, oh, you know, my daddy was a Christian, so I am a mm-hmm. Christian, too. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. And the kids will ask you. I say, okay, dad, why are you you become a Christian or oh, why are you a Baha'i? You have no idea. Say, okay, I'm a Baha'i. Um, yeah, you know, many people are Baha'is and I'm a Baha'i. You know, so it's interesting religion. You cannot say, I'm a Baha'i. Baha'u'llah is a manifestation of God for this day, and He brought A B C D. You can't say that because you just joined you know so you, is, in the future i think many people will be sued by our kids because kids are learning and some are seeing these things in the internet some are they watching it from the tv and then the parents never told their, their kids that the other religions and why what's the difference of their religion and the other religions people are not taught this because people are scared mm. kids will learn faster than them or people kids will end up changing so there's no room for hiding information this time. Information is plenty all over the place. And people will learn and they say, okay, why these people kept us? Why this was kept as a secret? Mm. So, so I think we, the best thing to do, allow the kids to learn, open-minded, investigate. Bahá'u'lláh tells us we need to independently investigate after the truth. So I think that I was trying to to, to follow this principle before even becoming Baha'i. Mm. I was very curious to know, even those people, the Muslims. There's a there's a group they burn the people if the people fast they die, they burn the body, and oh. in the, and I, people were so scared of this this group. But I said no. It's there. I mean, that's the procedure. Burning is not a big deal. I think they must have a book, and they want to know. And I went. These people are telling you, you know Arabic. I, said, I don't need to know Arabic. Tell me in, in my language. Why you guys are burning a, a body? And there's it, a lot of a uh, big symmetry there. Why don't you burn it like other people? Uh, people say, you know, you need to learn Arabic. Then you. I say, but you are speaking uh, my language. Why don't you tell me? Say, even myself, I don't know. But my, my, the our share knows. So okay, so it's only one person who knows this thing, and you guys, you are just sitting there, <laughs> listening what he's saying, what he's telling you. You can't read the book. He said yes. Mm-hmm. So I said okay, it's good. This is a religion, but the problem is cross-cutting. Many people don't want to spend time. They don't want to question because they will be in trouble. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's not fair. If you want to be to to be to be fair, put the information out out there and guide the kids to to learn it's okay that also exists okay the buddhist this is what they believe and this is the book or oh, this is the, the information they are baha'is the christians tell them why the christians have so many groups because of people have different understanding it let the kids know that so when they grow up they say okay i know about buddhists i know about hindus i know about uh, whatever now i think this is my nature i'll be here Mm-hmm. So you'll be doing very good. You are doing justice to the but It's not that simple mm-hmm. as sound. Now, what attracted you to the Baha'i faith? say <laughs> uh, that's the uh, wh- one thing struck me when I read about the Baha'i faith. It's oneness of religion. That what you see out here is a it's like a chapters in the book. Chapter one, you have introductory, and chapter two give you some details. Chapter three has another information. It's like there's no there's a difference of the manifestation of God. Each one came a different time with a different message, but at the end of all of them, the bottom line, all of them are sent by the same God. So that was the number one. Okay, so there's only one God. Then the Hindus who are burning people, who they're burning their dead, they're also from the same God. So that why 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 should we fight? Why should I fight with somebody with another religion if all, all of us we I mean we belong to the same God? so I said that's a, a big thing for me. The second by faith is uh, the inter- independent investigation after the truth that was my thing before even joining the Baha'i faith I, I thought it's good to utilize my brain to reason out some of the things, so that was like taking me home I said, okay wow this is a, this is a, this is a, good religion this is what i like myself and then another thing is uh, the equality of men and women i i that there was a lot of there's a lot of uh, um of um <laughs> The people inequality who, yeah inequality is very common, especially in Africa. Women are treated in very in, in a very funny way. They think the women are that the ones need to work the women need to feed their family. The husbands most of the time they hang around in a pub and go back and ask for food, even if they didn't leave any money so i i am my mom was fine. She she was fine. She, she she had no trouble at all. But I, most of the people, her friends, I could tell that they were in trouble. Some are beaten, all this. But Bola said, family is like a one bird. Two wings, one wing. If it's broken, this bird will not fly. Will be eaten by predators any time because every one wing is important. If both wings are important, if the bird has to go in the air, they need to live in harmony, to help each other. That's the whole thing about the marriage: taking care of each other, raising the family, taking the kids to 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 school. I mean, so that they can get a chance also to learn about God, and then you guys, you—I mean, the parents—I mean, get a blessing. If they will get kids who will mention the name of God at some point in their lifetime, it's a blessing for the parents. So I said, okay, this is a, a, a going to help most of the people. If these people not not today, like in 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 in, in, in maybe in the future, women. And it's coming. I'm seeing some signs. There's a lot of movement of women. I think it's coming. I think the Baula's word is seeping. People are getting it slowly. But I think it's more sustainable that way. It's not I don't want it like to happen in in twenty four hours. People have no idea what it is. But it's better people to learn slowly and then once they understand then they can do better job. But there is a move from different places. Even people, some people are doing this thing without even knowing, I think. People are talk about women, or oh, women should do this, the education, they have to be, all this, oh, this right, but they, no one knows the force. Very few people know the force, where the force is coming, why at this time? Even the Muslim world, where the women were supposed to be uh, hiding or covering their faces, that the women are speaking out. Mm. They want their rights back. So to me, I think this is a, a time religion. It came at a time when people should go for it. Mm-hmm. People who understand will go for it. Bahá'u'lláh said people, they have different paths to understand his religion. He said people will, some people will just pick right away. Some people will take years to understand. Some people may spend their whole life and know by, they, they come together by faith if they have only five minutes to be on the planet, which is okay. Uh, Baula says it's better to have no religion than have a religion which you don't understand. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we've been given that chance but it's good to have a religion. But you better you better know it what it is. You do not just be a member of a Baha'i faith or you be a member of Christians. You have to know it. Why that religion is there and why you have to be in that religion and what make your religion different from the other ones. And what bring all religions together. Those are the kind of things people need to be Thinking that was a, a second, a, the third, and the fourth, which is is now is like in my life, is about Baha'u'llah For the first time, I think he put very clear on natural resource. It's nothing, like, nothing like going around strictly. That you guys you you depend on on those creatures in the world. You guys you depend on the nature in so many ways. Where well, that's where you get. So the creation came i mean you, you you're being created with those things without those things without the nature you guys you won't do anything good you'll be in trouble so he 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 spoke like ecologist he the connectedness of the the the, the universe how each each, each every, he's talking the particle level that every particle related to another particle the attraction and all this. The, i mean why humans should take care of the nature so I said okay, he's talking about my job. Mm-hmm. So this is a religion for me. This is a good religion. This is a religion i are going to take because he knows he's touching my interest and he's speaking very logical that okay, at the end of the day one country can spoil a natural resource but the problem is going to be shared globally now we are talking of global warming everybody is is, is asking what happened, who did this maybe it's the United States or maybe it's Russia or maybe it's England because that thing is shared we are sharing this little planet the same biosphere so if you do something wrong here it's going to go here so, we got acid rain in my country, but the war was fought in in, in, in the Gulf. Uh, but the acid rain came to Tanzania, and they said, okay, what's what's going on? We found the trees are getting dry, I mean, the leaves are drying up. But they said, oh, these things come from okay, so... Huh, so, we should tell someone to stop doing something bad, because if we, we don't stop him, we'll share the bill. Mm. So, Baha'u'llah put it very, very clear, that people should be very very careful to the environment because if we want our kids to enjoy we have to do something so i'm taking this very seriously as a religion i'm studying elephants to, to this time I, i'm an elephant specialist in my country but i'm taking that as a religion i just do as a ecologist and a scientist but I, I take that very personal that if i don't do a good, good job if i don't help the elephants i'm not obeying my religion mm-hmm. and i have to make sure those elephants baha'u'llah said do anything you can be an engineer you can work in outer space is not doesn't matter At the end of the day it has to go down to be a service to mankind so i am trying to to twist my elephants to be a service to mankind and i thank god it is working i studied elephants for four years now these elephants live in the villages, not in the park. They live outside the parks. Oh, really? Yeah. So. so what I did, I asked the people if they like the elephants. They say, we we hate the elephants. They killed my dad and all this. I said, oh, you know, and what I was, oh, this tra- I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm handicapped. My leg is not there because of the elephants. Somebody said I don't have a hand because of lions. Oh, I said, okay, this is a good place to do research, a lot of challenges. So I said, okay. I told the government, I'm going to be a researcher in this community where there are so many problems. And this is in North Tanzania? Yes, very near to the border of Kenya and Tanzania. So I started to, to, trying to see, ask people what we can do with elephants. They say, oh, no, those guys, we need, if you can take them away, it will be good. I said, taking away elephants, 600 elephants, where are we going to take them? So you want to take this problem to another community. So we are trying to transfer the problem. Your problem to, to go to another community. That's what you you want to tell me, say, oh no. We didn't mean ma- we, we did not mean that. It's okay. So we have to, to, to be here with these elephants. And we have to find a way how we can benefit these elephants. I told them it's about the land use. You guys, you overlap there's an overlap within land use. There's nothing. Else. If you don't overlap with these guys, you'll be fine. And these guys will be fine, you'll be fine. And you may end up benefiting from these animals. I spoke this four years ago. Two years. Um, two, uh, five years ago after staying with the community for two years I realized many tourists, after interviewing the tourists I just go to the park because I've been working the parks after leaving the parks I, I can go to the park anytime, I have the ID so I can I talk to the to the tourists. Do you guys enjoy being in the park? They say, oh, too much restrictions. We can't get out of the truck and all this. What I said, okay, what if you go in an area where it's not a park and there's no much restrictions? Are you going to be comfortable to see the animals? They say, fantastic, that would be good. And in fact, we like walking. We don't want to be in the truck. We are tired. I said, okay. I I said, okay, this is very important information. I went to the tour operators, the, the safari guys. I said, guys, if... If you pay twenty dollars to go in the park, and if you can pay ten dollars a half of the price to go a non park area and see the animals and another ten pay to the local people the, to the local people, yeah, pay to the local people, buy the articles. Let them dance for your tourists, and then you guys you can give them a tip or something. They say that is going to be a good thing, and we were going to try in your area. They came to my area. I welcomed them. I told the villagers that we will have a visitors. Is a tourist, a tourist, but the company is a local company, so we have to help each other. We help this guy to get money, and they also help us to get the money. Okay? They say fine. This guy came, signed the book at the village office, paid ten dollar per head, and they were staying three nights, so thirty dollars per head to the village, and then they, they, they paid a guide Who take them around? A local guide. A local guide, and then they they listen to my talk because I'm doing research there. I know more where the elephants are. I can tell. I can say, go that hill, that hill. That's where elephants are. So give them a background why we are doing that, and they are coming to our area. How is going to help the elephants and the local people? People say this is what we want to say. This is what we want to be doing. And they say, well, by the way, don't want to just pay ten dollars. We want to know if there's any trouble, any problem in the community. We want to contribute money personally. Want to contribute for the school, something or water pipe or something? People started. I mean, putting money in. One year down the road, we had three big companies want to have a lodge in the area. And those guys managed to get a lodge. Now they have a lodge. They they hire local people to work in those lodges. They buy local uh, produce mm-hmm. from the people. Supplies. They 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 have a constant. Supply of cash every month they are paid like five thousand in the village is a lot of money. That's in my country, it's like 10 million. So people now, they're not paying the, the tax, like contribution for school, the money come from the bank because they have elephants that bring the money in. Otherwise, even now, no one wants to kill a lion because they think somebody who, I mean, I mean the lion at the hand, whatever, he was drunk. They told me all the secrets. So these people usually they are drunk. And they come back at night singing. They meet with the animals. But if they can go to, 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 they can go back to their their houses area. Like six, no one will be in trouble with these animals. Mm. So the third year we decided to to map the area, with the, where the elephants like to be and where the people could put their houses where they won't be defeated by 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 the wildlife and where we put the water for wildlife. Where we put the water for people. No, no more. incidents for killing anyone. So people mm. are so comfortable with animals. So the animals live there, and also people live there. So, but they ecologically they are separated. The people they know where they're supposed to be. The animals can sneak to the village, but not very, not not not, often, not quite often. Because animals, if they are not disturbed, they prefer. They learn very fast. Elephants they learn very fast to keep a distance from the people. Mm. So now that research became a service to mankind because people are benefiting from it. The kids. They, they 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 get in my truck. I train them that these elephants are your asset. It's another cattle in the world, so take care of this cattle, which you don't need to feed. It is feeding itself, and you you are know, getting money. You have now nice school. You have a solar panel in your school because of these animals. You have to take care of it. So it's now even if I'm not there, people are enjoying. They're getting money, and that's what Baola is want. Not just studying for fun. Mm-hmm. We study for a reason, so I think the 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 beast now is no longer beast. Beast now is it became a, a resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's one of the things I thought I needed to to do at least to justify that. Okay, I'm trying to to be a good Baha'i at some mm-hmm. point. So do do right thing, help mankind. Mm-hmm. That's my privilege. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, otherwise, I'll end up getting a salary for myself. That is not. For this day, Baola don't want that to end up being a personal. He wants any knowledge, you, anything you learn, let it be art. You are a musician. It's, at the end of the day, it's need to help mankind. If you are a musician, people are happy, and then the people relax with your music. It's a good thing. It's not necessarily to be a cash, but it can be psychological. And also the animals are helping a lot of people. People come there with a lot of tension, with tr- uh, stress in the United States. They come there, they see these animals, they relax, they're happy. They go back home uh, fresh. I think that's the service too. Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud of what I do. That's why I came here, <laughs> to do more, to get more ways for elephants and my people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So are you moving this
0: idea to other places in
1: Tanzania? Actually, yes. And, and and the ministry already, they already realized that is going to be a model. And that's one of the reasons the U.S. Fish and Wildlife is supporting the project, because I think for the first time doing research like that outside the, the protected areas with a lot of commitment by a local person is not normal. They right. think it's not, uh, usually these things, they think, many people think the wildlife, people who are interested in it must be foreigners. But for a local person to do that kind of thing and people start getting benefit right away, we think this is going to save a lot of money to the government because they spend a lot of money chasing the poachers the, uh, around. But the local people, if they value the elephants and the other wildlife, no poachers will go in there mm. because they're on. They, know whoever comes here is going to take our research if they kill one elephant while other people take a photo to one elephant and pay uh, maybe a thousand to one animal can give us one thousand or two thousand in a year and this guy is going to shoot once and take ivory, it's not fair so instead of the government from the capital sending people to do a patrol and go back the local people themselves they do the patrol in their area so every village where the animals the people who live there, those are the people who are responsible Mm -hmm. they can get only backup if there's a uh, like a lot of poachers come there, they can call the are uh, the ones to call the government, so guys, we need the help, but most the local poaching is controlled by the local people themselves, mm. that is saving a lot of money to the government, so mm-hmm. the government th- think that's an opportunity and we need to replicate that to go to other communities where they can with similar environment. but uh, he needed to do more work on monitoring more elephants. now we are using high tech, we have collared tagged the elephants to know where other places where they, we realize they sharing other villages so now the benefit sharing elephants will tell us which village needed to get a share after showing us where which area the elephant used so mm-hmm. now I have about 15 villages where the elephant go around so that dis- distribution elephant distribution will also help us to to, 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 to distribute the benefit mm-hmm. which is accrued from the wildlife mm-hmm. yeah so that's right it's going to be a model and it's going to be taken other places too
0: for two years, you were a game warden. Two years you traveled about to investigate how other folks are doing park management, et cetera mm-hmm. then where did this where did this fall in? where you were present you were providing this model of doing wildlife management outside of the parks in conjunction with the local villages. Did that occur mm-hmm. after that four year? period
1: well the the point came that that idea came when I was still working in the national parks but i I was not able to express my my interest because of the environment people didn't like i mean people didn't like people who are like so innovative who want to want other things outside their career because that was outside my career they thought National Park people thought anything outside it doesn't belong to them. It belongs to the Water Department because the Water Department is different and the National Park is different. But uh, I was asking myself wh- where the poachers come from outside the park. Why should I work with the communities? Because the community can affect them in the park. And most of the problems... In the park, actually, there, there are fewer problems than outside the park. But I asked myself where are the animals are distributed. Animals are distributed all over the place, in the park and outside the park. And I, I, I had my, my my assumption that them. Therefore, if animals are they are distributed outside and inside the park, then the the more urgent uh, conservation activity to be done it must be outside, not in the area which is already protected. Everybody knows that there's a protection. Those animals, no one will come to poach. In the park, while he knows that the giraffe is out there, they will go for the the animal which is not protected by anybody. So the issues are there. So even the, I, I went back even to my training was wrong because I was trained to manage the park. So anything outside here, I had no idea what to do. Uh, that's why I decided to go to study to do my masters in England, and that 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 masters, my thesis was about. Uh, what they call the protected landscape management.
0: Landscape management?
1: Yeah, pro- landscape management is not a uh, landscape including the town and the park anywhere is a landscape management. Whatever vest or car I was trained to manage. So now I'm I don't see a boundary from the park I see as a one continuum but with a different level of use of the land or the way okay. to. So when i finished my masters i when i i was asked to go to do my field work i said i'm not going to any park i'm going to start my own area which is out of the park, but there, there are some interaction with humans, interacting with the wildlife, and there's a lot of poaching going on, and the, the speech which is more like an uh, elephant, for example, is a, is a speech which many people th- talk about it. And I knew if I, I use an elephant, many people will listen because it's a big, huge animal, and it has very politic, it's a very political animal. So I said, if I have to, to do research on an elephant, I can help other small guys in there. So I said, I'll pick elephant. Not because I have, but I have a particular interest now to elephant. But when I, I picked, I had only, the reason was because it's an umbrella species. Uh, by by having elephant protected and its habitat, there are so many other animals who will enjoy the same habitat. That was the reason mm-hmm. when I, but mm-hmm. now eventually it became part of my life. Mm-hmm. And now it's the uh, elephant is me. It's, me and <laughs> <laughs> so it's just uh, like uh, those elephants, but after learning more stuff about. It. Yeah. So after, the masters had a big impact to me changing my whole history of thinking about the conservation. It just went the other way around. I said, okay, so conservation is not, we're not doing the right thing. So that was the first field work for your master's? Yes. It
0: was, it was your first time that you came up with this model. Yes, exactly. With the yeah. village yeah, living yeah, with yeah, the exactly. wildlife.
1: Yeah, and I actually my all my recommendations were about, every the first recommendation to open up with the corridors, and we already done. Also, the community to share the benefit, the community to benefit from the wildlife. It was in my recommendation and already is working. And also, to move some of the communities to put in a more safer place instead of staying right to the path of the wildlife where the interaction is too high, people accepted because they knew it a good thing. So, the whole thing is about land i just we needed to train people. My job was to train people to to learn to share a little thing they have okay El, elf, people number one, I agree politically yes, and that humans are on the top, but we have a role also to help other creatures which are below us. so I said, okay, guys, you know you can do better job than this. These animals is money that people travel here from u s come here from Europe come here, and they pay a lot of money to see these things and you guys are seeing this every day. It's not a privilege for you you don't you, you see these things like uh, you know this is very important you have to to prove to the to the conservation world that you guys you care take care of this if you take care of the animals, people will take care of you too and now they, 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 they the they my my words have been proved by the way towards us go to the areas the tour operators are cooperating with the local people that's giving scholarship out, something which is, was not normal. And so people, when they see a footprint or a spoor of an animal, they, sp- they spend minutes saying, which one is this? Is it, which antelope is this? Is this impala or something? So people, I- why they used to see these things as, you know, those are just wild animals. Now they, they think it, those animals are more valuable than, than before. That's what I wanted. Mm. And the the whole thing is about training. What we train people, if they understand what they, tr- what they got from the college, that's another thing. But we we train wrong. St- we give people wrong stuff, so people don't know. They finish and say, "Yes, I want to be a manager, manage wildlife," but they don't see. The alternatives. What, what else you can you do apart? If you are not a warden, what, if you are not a game warden, what other thing you can do? But now, from a game warden to 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 a science researcher, it is a little bit funny in my kind of say. How do you change? I, say, I did not change. I'm still working with wildlife. Mm-hmm. This is an extension of the same. Yeah. So, uh, masters, master degree, <laughs> with my field work, that's what made. Mm. And I, I'm, I think I gained a lot here too. So I, I think I, I'm, I'll be I'll do better job. Taking this model outside with with my graduate degree here, it will be it will make it much sense, mm. I think.
0: So you're getting a doctorate here? Yes. Okay. And what's your doctorate in?
1: It's what we call it is a it's a elephant ecology and conservation. Mm-hmm. but the whole thing is about natural resource and the conservation mm-hmm. but I focus on that because at uh, that level you need to focus on one thing mm-hmm. you need to narrow
2: mm-hmm. because
1: I have studied wildlife in general for all this year my undergrad and my, my, my second degree but now I needed to uh, elephant is, is the number one that's mm-hmm. the guy I'm focusing on it and mm-hmm. I'm really very very convinced that picking an animal has to be very logical we are not interested in saving one animal but we want an animal which can be a tool which can be a help to many other species and it happened to be to be an elephant is mm-hmm. a one because he, he, there's only animal with a very big home range the area elephant like is if if we, there, we have plenty of areas it like 3000 square kilometers the elephant can just move around use the whole area like that so if you'll be lucky And get area at least half of that, you have a big park and you have a lot of other animals enjoying staying together with elephants, so that's why we, I'm trying to and also elephants is in trouble by now. Elephants are in trouble because of the ivory stuff. Because of what? Ivory, people are, are. So the poachers. Oh,
0: you're hoping this model will counteract this whole poaching thing with the for the ivory
1: yeah because i i believe on the no one can do like if you are here this is your headquarter and then the poaching is happening in boston to so drive the truck from here to boston take two hours and the poacher is not waiting you. so i believe the effective i mean anti-poaching should be done by people who live in that community lots of the people who even know who is a stranger who who is not a guy who belongs to this village? Why is he here at this time? So the people knows. And these the young people, like Morans, like Masa in the area where work, they can easily... They look like they don't know anything. They stand with one leg, and all the time they're brushing their teeth. Even in the evening, themselves, they use their local uh, brush. But they're listening. Fries are full in the eye. You don't even see the eye. Fries are here. But they're listening. If they disappear, they... They have very good information, and I have information, getting information from these people, and we are successful because we are using the people to be my eyes. Now I'm not there, but I communicate. I I spoke to one one of them today. I called. They said, "What's going on? Are the elephants safe?" He said, "No elephant got any trouble. Now there's a lot of food for elephants. No, no problem. So every week I have to call. These people are doing. No gun. It's just a, a stick. But once they tell me. I can call somebody in Tanzania to go and help if there's somebody with a with a gun. I can send I can send a message here. Call guys, there's a trouble set in the village. Go there, because I monitor elephants using the satellite. I see the elephants. I see the all the. You can track them here in yeah, Amherst. Yeah, <laughs> I have all the data. I download that every day. I can even tell if they don't see some elephants. I I sometimes ask them, where's this number five? They say, "Oh, we have been driving around; we don't see him." I say, "Okay, go to certain hill. Mm-hmm. That guy is there. I saw him t- f- 15 minutes ago. He was there. So that speed of elephant is not that high. So you, mu- he must be around there." So they go up the hill. They see the animal. So it is a, it is a, it is a real, um, very interesting. And also, we are really committed to make sure we help these species because ivory trade is coming back. Asia, they still buy these things. Uh, we and I don't. Th- if we are not serious, and if the government spend a lot of money taking care of the small park where the animals move, go out, move out and come back, people will just when these animals go out, they kill them. Then you, you two hundred go out, only only hundred come back. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure conservation, although in different degrees, has to be done all over the country. So is this happening fast enough to
0: offset the poaching?
1: It It is. It, I, I can't say much because I started the thing like uh, two years ago and people are, wardens already g- gaining the momentum. They already know that that's the way. But uh, at the beginning, anything, if it's new, needs a, a lot of, uh, um, right. yeah. So I, that's why I'm very glad that I'm going back uh, in two days. So I'll go and keep on uh, adding the momentum, mm. and also go and bring people over as a study area. They come like a study tour, and take them around and show them what I do there.
0: These are students here from UMass or what?
1: Who, no, they, I want they, I want the wardens,
0: Oh, wardens, the okay. wardens
1: who are working in other parks Ah, and and uh, okay. so you'll, to come and see. You'll show them around. Yeah, there. why we why we what we're doing, and I want them to talk to the people, mm. and then the second thing would be bring the local people from other areas and bring them there and let the local people talk to other local people not me presenting Uh, I want them to interact like one or two days and they learn from each other then they go back and then we can have a workshop Mm. when they they know what exactly what, what exactly is needed
0: now is Kenya using this model Sorry, is Kenya using this model?
1: Kenya is 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 a, is a little bit complicated because the my country the land use, the owner of the the land ownership is very complicated in Kenya. The Tanzania the owner of the land is the government. The, oh really? The government own the land. All the land belongs uh, to the government.
0: Okay. You
1: may get a land, get a, even a title deed, but if you mess up with the land, if you misuse it, government is will you can take it back. So that's why we have our advantage. We can still do more stuff in my country because if there's something has a national interest, people are, the government is ready to compensate a person who was there and protect that land. For Maybe there's an endangered species there in a the certain forest, and that land belongs to somebody. They say, okay, sorry, here we have an endemic species, and this species belongs to the world, not Tanzania alone. So please, we give you a land somewhere else, and also we can pay you some money to start a new life there, or we can help you to build a house or something. So that's the advantage we have. I see. That's why we open the corridors. The government is still there. And even sometimes we don't want to use the government, because if you use the government, the, the people don't like it. So we usually we, we communicate with the people, talk to the people, let them understand, it and say, oh, fine, we'll give you that land for conservation, because you told us what it means. Because if government use uses power it may make fire in the wrong run. People say, oh, these guys are taking it because they're powerful, they have a police, but for, if for me as an expert, if I talk to them and they, if they accept, it's cheaper. You don't need a conversation if you can tell people slowly in their local language and then they understand. That. Then you ask them to suggest what to do. They say, oh, no, we better move to another, well, let's go to the other side. And then you don't need to pay anybody any, a single dollar if they, they're willing and if they're happy where they're going. That's what we need to. So I think uh, Kenya, the land, most of the land belongs to the pe- to the group of people. So even the national park service in Kenya don't have that power outside. Mm. So they can't. They, you can't do much because if you land belongs to somebody else, you have to. Sp- you spend years to negotiate with that. that and they have very powerful. the act which protects the land ownership in Kenya. Individuals are very powerful. So mm. if the for the para state organization to go and and start bargaining. That's a, that's become very political. I think. That's why in, in Tanzania things, I mean, uh, it's very easy to, to deal with. If, if you fail, if you know you're going to fail and you know it's very important to, to have that land protected, now you say, okay, guys, I mean, I've been, I spent two months or four months or one year to helping you to understand about this now. We leave this to the government to do what they want to do. But I know government can be very rough. It's better we, do, we decide our own things than allowing the government to come in. So if they don't, then you say, okay, I'm done. Mm. You, you allow the government to do what they want to do. But most of the time, the governments are very keen. Mm. They don't want to mess up with the people because those are the people who do the election. They put the president in the power. So people are very... That's why talking is more practical now mm. than using uh, force. Right, mm-hmm. right. And Tanzania is very good on that. Mm. Uh, it happened to have good people who can real uh, talk to people. And if people do not happy that day, they are ready to postpone the workshop and they come another time. So, people are very patient to <laughs> take it slowly and mm. yeah.
0: yeah, so you're gonna be in Tanzania for two years, and then you're coming back.
1: yes, I'll be in Tanzania for two years, to do my field work, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of things to be done, part of my dissertation, uh-huh. yeah, elephants have been called I I need to call them more, mm. like another eleven, and I need to do aerial survey, uh, so there's a lot of work, mm. yeah.
0: Okay, well, Alfred, thank you very much. And best of luck to you in your endeavors to have humanity and the animal kingdom living together side by side.
1: Thank you. And thank you uh, for you also for coming in because I think the sharing this kind of information is good for me. Okay. It's a learning process. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. Very good. laughs>
0: I hope you enjoyed that interview with Alfred Kikati a Baha'i from Tanzania devoting his life to saving the wild animals and finding solutions to man and animal living together harmoniously. If you want information on the Baha'i faith specifically, you're welcome to visit the website www.baha'i.org, that's B-A-H-A-I dot O-R-G, or you can call the toll-free number 1-800-22-UNITE. I hope you'll join me next time on A Baha'i Perspective.
3: The rains new fall, sunlit from heaven, like the first. Praise for the morning, praise for them springing, fresh from the world.
0: XOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station.